What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Hair Club, John. Hairclub.com slash ham. It's free. Go sign up. And it's brought to you by Upstart. Upstart.com slash ham. Get a loan, not affect your credit score. Now on to the segment. This was my Brooks Kepka takeaway, John. Is I was trying to figure out, like, because we haven't really seen anything. We were talking about him last week, like he's he's White Tiger, just the level of dominance. Whether or not, like, is he going to break Jake? When do we start talking? If Brooks wins at Pebble in a month, can we start talking about him breaking Jack's record? I mean, the the pace is just outrageous. It will well, be his fifth major if he wins the, in a month. The and stat they had on he's got to be the favorite. Friday. Well, Dustin is because Dustin's okay. played really good there, which All I think right. is fair. Like, it's pretty clear that Dustin Johnson and Brooks are basically the same human right now. He barely beat Dustin yesterday. Him and Dustin both tied for second in the Masters. Like, they called them, what were they calling them yesterday? The Bash Brothers or the, the Bash Brothers? Or something. But they're best friends. They're kind of, those two guys are just better than everyone else. They're yeah. better than Jordan, they're better than Bubba. They're better than everyone else. What did you think watching him this weekend? I didn't get to, I was catching up on highlights yesterday, Sunday, but. Well, he's just, I, I don't think in the, I've been watching golf the majority of my life. Tiger, even in his peak peak, he would just make so many pots. He'd chip it in. He'd do just crazy shit. No one ever has been this deep and this straight. And I think, and Dustin gets like that too. When you hit it 330 guy and you consistently hit like 90% of the fairways, there's a reason that Jordan Spieth's, I was texting with one of the Barstool guys, Riggs, who followed them. And I'm like, what? Because they followed Brooks and Spieth on Saturday. I'm like, what did it look like? He's like, it was crazy because Brooks is just sitting there 40 yards up the fairway, in the fairway, while Dust, where Jordan is in this like knee-high rough. And he's like one of the best players, young players we've ever seen. It's like they're fucking playing a different sport. And Dustin's doing the same shit. So I... He's just an incredible, accurate hitter of the golf ball. That's Tiger, pe- Tiger and peak Tiger and peak Phil. Tiger probably a little more accurate, but both of them, like you think back to some of their major wins over the years, 
Like at any moment, they could just hit some crazy ass shot in the trees. Now, usually out of the trees, they'd hit it like 10 feet, but they were not in the fairway all the time. That's always been kind of the bugaboo for Tiger, right? It's like if he can just keep it in the fairway, he'll nice, win. That's nice. the thing for Brooks. He's always – it's weird when he – I bet against him obviously all weekend. And then I added some money to that with Dustin Johnson. And it's just – it's like it must be like betting against the Warriors. It's like this motherfucker doesn't miss a fairway. That's my that's my biggest beef betting against him is just you're not going to lose. He doesn't miss fairways, guy. I, I was blown away by it. It's 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 insane, and doesn't it feel like the those fairways at that course, like they hyped up when you and I were at Harding, like they're going to really tighten these fairways. It felt like those ones were a little tighter than even Harding. Now maybe they're going to yeah, tighten. Was, them. It felt like there's a lot of rough between the the crowd and the actual lowest cut, right? Like, didn't it feel like a couple basketball hoops on some holes? Like it's like, damn, this is really impressive. I mean, you hit fair- it down the middle. D- down the middle is still down the middle, right? Like that's what's crazy. Is all his like shot shaped golf trackers were just just straight. It's incredible. Except for the one that we broke. And I think that's where like he is an all time historic guy to be under pressure to be able to consistently hit it that straight off the tee. Because off the tee, that's when you're swinging the hardest, right? That's when the pressure that's why you see a lot of these guys spray it because you're swinging so hard, the margin for error is really small. It's incredible. I mean, I honestly I'll give Dustin a lot of credit too. Dustin is do you know that yesterday he finished his career Grand Slam for seconds? Really? <laughs> He's now finished second in every major. You know, I heard that Jack finished – somebody – was there a yeah, stat like he, Jack has finished second in a major? He finished second in a major like 19 times or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I think him and Phil – I think Phil's like 15 and he's like – but Dustin maybe, is – I don't know. Wow. Dustin's coming up the pipe too. Yeah. To me, I, that speaks to like you win like five, six, seven majors. Obviously, Jack's got like 20 or 18 – but you win just a high single digit, and then you have that. That's why Phil's one of the great all-time golfers, right? Yeah, it's like finishing second for the sigh. Like, he's like, you can never say, like, he was never the best pitcher in his league. It's like, yeah, okay, but he was consistently, over a period of time, one of the best. Well, it's like he won three Cy Youngs, and he finished second six other yeah, times. Yeah, now that you've won majors, now it's hard to – exactly. Did you think the crowd when Brooks won, like, really was fired up about it? Well, there was a point yesterday on like hole 14, once DJ was legitimately two shots back, the play started chanting DJ. And I do think DJ, for whatever reason, even though they're kind of similar humans, is more likable. He's just, it's weird. I I, I don't know why he's more likable. Well, I think one of the things is like, he's been in our life longer. He's been, been around and he's had some lows and, you know, we've seen him fail and all that. But I also think he got, he got Brooks suspended, to me, remember, for like yeah. six months for something. Brooks, it, to me, is uh, I was trying to think like who who could I compare him to, and I figured out that I was gonna go. I, I'm going with Peter from Office Space. Like Brooks only shows up when he wants to, and when he wants to is only for the big meetings. He doesn't show up for anything that's not a major major, and I think. We all kind of want to be that guy. He's, he's admitted to that, too. Yeah, and everybody wants to be that guy. You'd love to just kind of be like Magic. Like, I just show up when I want to show up. And it just turns out that I show up for the biggest events. And I can because I'm fucking better than all of you. And any but moment in that I'm office, pissed, I can scream fuck you. But in everyone. that office, you like you hate them because you want to be able to only be the person that shows up for the big meetings and doesn't care what the consultants say and just blows everybody off and doesn't answer the calls. Like, as quickly as everybody else does from the sponsors or the tour managers or whatever. And I think that's part of it. It's like Brooks. 
like, damn it, man. Like, this is what we, we all wish we could walk into our office only on the days where the meeting is about us. Not when I just got to sit there through 30 minutes of somebody else's presentation. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's a part of it. I think well, he admitted also, he doesn't really like the sport that much. Right. But to me, like I watched him compete. I did think he's enjo- he's out there like he's. I think he hypes that up a little bit. There's no way you can be this good without liking. But you love it. saying that. People love saying like, yeah, I don't even need this, you know. It's like but his body kind of language does kind of I know lend that to be true. Where Part of it is the D- strut for sure. DJ's kind of got a low key, lackadaisical body language, but he's proven over the last like six, seven years his give a fuck levels high because he plays really well in these random. Like he just wins a lot of tournaments. Like he's he's coming and swinging whenever he's playing, right? Yeah. He ain't just tapping out. And, and I do think, you're right, there is a level of that U.S. Open when he three-putted on 18 at Chambers Bay. Like, we've seen DJ hit a pretty big low. And he just, that's where yesterday, for the first time in his career, he started hitting adversity. I was like, is he going to crumble? And it wasn't even, just the course was playing just so hard. And it was DJ chasing him. And I think it worked out perfectly that they didn't put him and DJ in the same group. Like, DJ got to be a couple groups ahead of him. Right. And kind of get hot, so you kind of feel it. Kep got a quote I saw, like Jason Schobel, the dude from the Action Network, who was at ESPN forever, in his post-game press conference. He said, the best thing that happened yesterday is when the crowd started chanting DJ, it kind of it kind of helped me lock back in and focus. Mm. Mm. And I was like, it was, it was a very, like, basketball or football type quote. Like, I got to get my shit together again. Because yeah. everyone's kind of rooting for me to lose. I might lose. And he had, was that around the time he'd had the four straight bogeys? It was like he said it was like whole 14 or 15. I heard him say afterwards that he at first he caught himself. He's like, I don't think I've ever had four straight bogeys. bogeys. Well, I'm sure I have, but. <laughs> he is incredible. Like there's yeah. no, no, he's the no. first guy in golf history to have back-to-back majors at the same time. Like that's. Two different. So you're saying. Yeah. yeah, right now he's the two-time winner, back-to-back winner of the PJ Championship in the U.S. Open. That's crazy. No one in the history of the sport, not even Tiger, has done that. I like think he's. I think he's winning the U.S. Open. I mean, well, I was arguing with someone else on Twitter about right now he's got to peak Tiger to him mm-hmm. in the majors, not the overall game. And then the guy came back with basically saying, "Well, if you go back and look at the 2000, 2001 Tiger, he was blowing out the fields." And my response is. These fields are way better. Like, if DJ Brooks, Jordan, Bubba, Rory, like, who were the best players in, like, 2001? Like, David Duvall was starting to fall apart. Faldo was old. Phil was kind of a mental midget at that time. Like, the field wasn't – still had a lot of fat guys. Yeah, I mean, I – I'm not trying to diminish Tiger at all. I think he's the best player of all. But my point is, like, he still would have dominated if peak Tiger was right now, but it would have been more difficult. Do you agree? Like, Brooks and DJ are – these guys already have like three, four majors. I mean, DJ's got a couple. Brooks now is four. Jordan's got a couple. Rory has a couple when they were like in their 20s. Like, they're really good players. Yeah, look, I don't think he's, I'm not saying, I don't think he's Tiger. I'm just saying. Kepka is the betting favorite that, for the UK. That he just rolls without any, at this point, he has just rolled without any real, like, no drama to it. I mean, there is Kepka, a little drama, but it's Kepka not. Kepka and DJ are the heavy favorites for yeah. US Open. God, I hope they're playing together on Sunday. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't you be, isn't it fair to say, it'd be pretty shocking if one of them is not like heavily in the mix on Sunday right now? I'd be, John, I would just be shocked if one of the two of those people doesn't win that tournament. Like, I'll take Dustin Kepka. You can have the field, you know? Like that's, Don't you think it's a fair bet that probably both of them are going to finish in like top five? Yeah. 
mean, well, like, do you feel good about Tiger right now? What's he going to do? Take the next four weeks off? What's he doing? I mean, who knows? I don't feel good about any of these guys. I, I might just put a couple hundred each on both those two and just let it ride. Yeah. Like, I, I bet on all these randoms. I'm never doing that shit again. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.